Hey everyone, I'm Alexa Golden. And I'm Haley Piper. And And together, together, we are the Gossip and Gratitude Podcast. Tune in each week to get a taste of what life's really like in your 20s. We'll be bringing you all the relatable gossip from getting dumped to landing that first job after college. So sit back, grab some wine, and let's spill some tea. Hey guys. Ah. Hello. Wow. That sounded like the Frozen 2 theme. Oh, and she goes... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow, that was a way to enter in, you know? Yeah. I like Remember it. Remember when we saw a Frozen musical? Yes. <laughs> that was the first time I ever saw it. I never watched it. Like, I hadn't seen it in You didn't see the, the movie, movie yet. Well, yeah. I, it was old, like, old by then. I know, but I just... It was. They had the live show in Disneyland, and we went to it. And Haley was just like, "What's gonna happen?" I was yeah. like, "I literally was on edge." I was like, "Oh my god, they're never gonna speak again." <laughs> Holy hell! It was good. They did a good job. The scenes like it lives in my mind when she's on the staircase, and they like. I'm pretty sure they pull her dress off or yeah. something. She's naked. <laughs> no, it's like a. I don't know if she changes. She's her cold heart melts maybe, and she's. I don't honestly remember the premise of Frozen, so <laughs> no. It's, it's not my fave Disney film. I'll just put it at that. But. Also, speaking of Disney films, I finally watched Encanto. Oh, so magical. It was so cute. It really made me want to go to a Disney park. Yeah. Just because all the colors and yes. the music. And I was like, oh, this is just so magical. It was so good. And the music was good. Yeah. It really got me in the feels about like the, the visual yeah. art. Like I was like, this is like really art. It like literally this is like, so visually appealing. Good. Yes. I know. I know. The purples. I feel like yes. that really struck a chord with me. And the songs were catchy too. It's weird because I kind of felt like I had heard all the songs. Like they've all felt really familiar. Yeah. So I was like, have I just been hearing them on like TikTok? And like I just didn't. Yeah. I couldn't figure it out. But I like them. They're catchy. So good. Gerald thought that they were playing Don't Talk About Bruno on the radio, but it was just his. He clearly had it cued on his Bluetooth, like on his um, Apple Music or something. Yeah. He's like, they keep playing it on the radio. And I'm like, really? I never heard it (laughs) played on the radio. And and, uh, he was like, no, it's just my Apple Music playing it or whatever. And I was like, well, that would happen to you, Gerald. If you had to choose one of the gifts, which would you choose? Fuck. I asked Sean this last uh night. Oh, I don't know. What would you choose? Uh, I think I said the the weather animal one the animal one being that able to be talk cool. to animals and Sean was like yeah but we don't have good animals here in Alberta and I was like all the dogs I could be friends with yeah. all the dogs bears yeah I'd be like don't don't hurt don't me. eat me it's okay oh gosh what are them all maybe Sean hearing said everything oh of course of losers course. yeah I would love to hear everything I don't that know I think says. I'd get like overwhelmed yeah. like shut up yeah that's true you would never be able to turn it no. off they were actually just talking on the radio about uh the one guy that was one of the hosts on the radio show was saying that his sister gets mad at her husband for blinking because she can hear it how i was like that doesn't What's make going any on noise with that guy's eyes i don't know he's like he must just have really loud eyes i was like what that's fucked because you know when like someone's breathing and it yeah. makes you mad or oh, like yeah. chewing like yes. those things like that okay yeah i take that, it but back. apparently he blinking that's i think she's full of shit i think so too. i take that back i don't want to hear people's shit i agree Tr- hearing people chew triggers me yeah i think i would maybe like to be the girl with the flowers yeah <laughs> i don't know <laughs> make things pretty i don't yeah. know the healing one would be good what's the Who where she feeds one? feeds oh yes. food and it heals you i would love that actually yeah i think i want to be that one that sounds good to me it's been a while since i've seen it but that is a good it's film it's very cute if you haven't seen it so Disney really coming in clutch with these last few releases, I'll say. Last few? What other ones? I don't know. <laughs> Luca? I that never saw that okay. one. 
it was it was pretty good. Okay, it was it was not as good as Encanto. Okay, Encanto really crushed. All it. I know is all the kids have been obsessed with Encanto. I've been seeing TikToks about people like parents. Sings, don't talk about Bruno being like, oh my god, my kid is obsessed. Yeah, it's yeah. so good. I fucking love it. Anyways, today we're talking about overcoming perfectionism. Yes. And before we do that, I want to talk a little bit about being <laughs> gratitude. grateful about something. <laughs> and this one is just really tying into my weekend. Okay. I am grateful for potatoes. Oh, so versatile. Me. <laughs> a, potato. a potato. I was like, what? <laughs> because last night I made mashed potatoes mm-hmm. and they were so good because you know what? I put butter a little bit of milk and seasoning salt mm-hmm. and i left the skins on it and mashed it tasted like the keg Ooh. so good amazing i and always then, want mashed potatoes but i'm so lazy i don't have a so masher easy. oh my gosh i got it from just one of the metal ones from superstore for like five bucks okay so good i should try and it. then i want to make mashed sweet potato how good would that be with some butter oh lex i'm gonna do it i'll report back i don't i've had it before i don't, you like, don't it. like it no Gerald also no, Sean's the same reaction. Family, Sean's family makes it for like Thanksgiving and yeah. Christmas dinner, and I usually skip it because I I used to try it. Like I've okay. tried it. It's just not my favorite. Okay, fair. I'd rather have a regular potato. Okay, fair. And then tonight Save I'm gonna carbs. make this Norwegian dish that I love. Ooh, what is it? I it's called palt. Oh, never mind. I was it's like, I've so, had some Norwegian dishes. Oh, it's so good. It's like basically these like balls of potato oh. that are like. You put like this jam on it and you mix bacon oh. in it. It's so good. And I'm going to try to make it. I've never made it. But um, basically like uh, there's this restaurant in, in Camrose that I'm obsessed with. Oh, called the Norwegian? House. It's Norwegian. Oh, yeah. It's like Scandinavian food. And I would always get it. And it's so good. So I'm going to try it tonight and we'll see how it goes. big into uh, Norwegian food because my... I love it. Her mom's side is Norwegian, and uh, so cool. she. I'm not a big fan of Norwegian food, but what she always like makes punbrisk. Have you What's had punbrisk? It's basically just like a potato casserole with. It sounds kind of like that mm. ball of potato, but in casserole form. Does it and like you put bacon, bacon in it? Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. Is it sweet? Like you put jam on it? Uh, I don't really know, honestly, but that it is kind of sweet ish. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. But she loves punbrisk, and I used to not really like it, so then they would always make it when I was not home. Fair. But my mom and Lane are obsessed with lefsa, too. Oh, my God. I love lefsa. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I love Norwegian food. So, very yeah. cool. I'm going to try it out, and I'll let you guys know how my it goes. My mom got but... excited when we were in. Uh, Disney World at Epcot, and they have the little area with the Norwegian, Norwegian stuff. Very yeah, cool. You can buy Lefsa there. I think I might just have to go to, like, some Scandinavian countries. I love their vibe. Yeah. I think it's cool, so. I don't really love, like, meatballs, but I feel like... I do. do Costco. <laughs> or not Costco. Um, Ikea. Ikea. Yeah. Ikea meatballs. I've never actually had them. Maybe I have to give them a try. They're good. I get the veggie ones. The They're vegan. Like they're, Oh, that would be yummy. Yeah. Okay. Because the regular ones kind of spook me. That's me, too. I feel a little bit spooked by it. So. Yeah, but they okay. have... Uh, they're called... Veggie balls. <laughs> veggie balls. I wonder, because you could probably buy them and take them home. Yeah, I have. You buy okay. frozen bags of them. They're so Fuck good. Yeah. You can okay. throw them in, like, the air fryer. I'm definitely going to try this. Oh, okay, baby. Cool. Yeah. Now those. I'm craving Ikea meatballs. Thank you. Fair. What do you put on it? Like a sweet and sour sauce? Yeah. Oh, oh that sounds good. Boy. Oh, baby. Is that what you're grateful for? <laughs> yeah, Ikea. Sean Ikea and I meatballs. went to Ikea a few weeks ago and had lunch at the food court there. Yeah, I remember you saying that. Yeah. Kira always... Well, not always, but last time we were there, Kira was like... I think the shopping really made her faint, so she had to get a hot dog. And the hot dogs look good, too. Oh. No? I don't like their hot dog. No. Co- Costco for hot dogs. Okay. Maybe also, gonna... this is what I'm grateful for. What? Samples are back at Costco. Oh. Have you had them yet? I haven't not? gone yet. No. This pe- this week. So, 
this week okay here in alberta anyone who doesn't live in alberta our restrictions just got lifted as of march 1st yes and so because of that costco was able to bring back the samples and the tables at the food court because previously they took it away and you just had to stand there and then take your food away and awkwardly eat your wiener yeah (laughs) so they brought back all the things costco is back exciting exciting so i gotta take a trip there i usually like to go on a weeknight though because it's a little less busy than the weekend yeah i get Um, rage but i could fuck with some samples yeah that was always the best part they had the weird thing going on where it was like a glass in front of like a the sample that you but you weren't allowed to actually eat it no i was so so dumb but i get what they they did that so that they could keep people's jobs oh i didn't know that yeah so they could just stand there and pretend to be doing something yeah Yeah. like vanna white like (laughs) check check out this beautiful pad (laughs) tie that you can't touch or eat look or smell (laughs) yeah that's funny okay yes i'm excited about that too i'll have to make a trip with gerald and make an actual extended trip and enjoy the samples so very cool very cool okay so today i feel like i'm in a weird a silly goofy mood all of a sudden and now we've talked about serious serious things but okay let's talk about perfectionism it's basically the tendency to set standards that are so high that they cannot be met or met with a lot of difficulty and like this is so funny because i thought i wasn't a perfectionist because i was like I mean, I don't like things don't have to be perfect for me to move on. But then I realized that there is a lot of things in my day to day that I was like, oh, Haley, like yeah. your your my daily routine has to be done every day. Yeah, like totally. There's different, I think, levels, levels of perfectionism. And you can be per- a perfectionist in certain areas of your life, but not mm-hmm. all areas, if that makes sense. I agree. Like it's kind of the fear of failure, fear of looking dumb or embarrassing yourself, yeah. not really wanting to be vulnerable yeah. as well because you want to like keep up this vi- this like yeah a- external view of yourself yeah like um, for me for example my thing when it comes to perfectionism is like i won't feel i'll i always give myself this narrative where i'm not going to feel some type of way or fulfilled until i get to this point oh yeah 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 instead of being like why can't i just like feel those things now like why do i have to achieve this thing or do this thing to feel, to feel happiness or to feel yeah. like success or to whatever I and that's kind of where i feel like that level of perfectionism come in yeah i really got deep with this because i feel it in um i feel like i have to look a certain way this is like obviously stems from like relationships because I don't feel this with like friends or family, but I feel this in like like a romantic relationship. Yeah, I don't really feel it with Gerald. He's never put that, but I think I've created this narrative in my mind from prior relationships that I need to look a certain way in order to deserve love from my significant other, mm-hmm. which is wild. Yeah, I think obviously maybe a lot of people feel that. Yeah, pressure. I mean, I think some of it's in a sense like okay, there's like the motivation to like be attractive to your partner and not want to like let that completely go but then i also feel like i take it to extremes i'm a very i have been in the past a very extreme person yeah and i think that's a part of perfectionism is extremes with your personal appearance and like your health and whatever you can it's totally i think like for me naturally you think of perfectionism as like so my mom for example somebody that i would say is a perfectionist in like a traditional sense okay so she's very detail oriented Uh, so for example there was one time that she hung these curtains in our living room like long time ago mm-hmm. and she literally stood there for like an hour just staring at the curtains to like she couldn't tell if they were exactly right and like she measured them to make sure they were like level and all yeah. the things and like did it correctly but she just like i don't know like they could have been off like maybe like two millimeters and she would have been like 
you're just not perfect. That's what like, I think that of a perfectionist. Yes. Yeah, or like, you know, when you're doing like a craft or like yeah. some kind of DIY project. Yeah. Like it ha- would have to be like so perfect. So perfect. Like no yes. mistake. I you know, thought, and that's how yes. she's like, and which is good because, like, for her profession, for example, like she's a dental hygienist, so she yes. has to be very intricate yes. and detailed when she's working on people. So, like, I get that, and that's a good thing in a lot of ways. Yes. And, like, I always would like poke fun, whatever. Yeah. But I don't think that that's like a harmless form of perfectionism. Yeah, because like, it's really just kind of like you're taking pride in like these yes. projects that you're doing. Yes, but there is when it. when it starts to spill over into these other areas of your life i think that's when it starts to become harmful yeah and it's funny how like i didn't think i agreed i thought that was being a perfectionist Mm -hmm. i didn't think like other areas were being a i guess fall into the title of being a perfectionist so i think that's very interesting um i think another one that i've definitely experienced or like live in the realm of that i think a lot of people feel is that the you need to achieve these big things in order to like I think a lot of it comes like I need to be perfect in order to equal like deserve love deserve pay deserve this deserve Mm -hmm. that right so I think like a lot of people feel the need in our society to achieve like like degrees or or the next um title in your role or something um to equal pay yeah but we we're not just accepting of like hey, you know what, like, I am a whole human as I am. Yeah. I don't need to be... I think that's part of it is, like, that black and white mindset of being, like, if I don't have this, then I am this. Like, if I don't have this role at my job, then I'm a failure. Yes. Or if I don't have this amount of money, then I'm poor. Exactly. If I don't have, you know, this relationship by the time I'm this age, then I'm, like, a failure, failure, like, a loser at relationships or whatever it is. Yes. So I just think being... It's an extreme. It's extreme. Yes. And I definitely have lived in extremes for a while and now i'm starting to see like it's all about the gray man get Mm -hmm. in the gray (laughs) and i think a part of it too is also kind of those like making assumptions of for example that kind of mentality of like oh if i fuck up this project at work then like everyone's gonna think i'm so stupid or you know i am so lazy and fat because i don't I couldn't keep up with like my diet routine yes. or something like kind of coming to these like harsh conclusions about yourself because you weren't able to achieve the goal exactly as you wanted it. Yeah. So you start thinking of these like catastrophic situations or these harsh extremes about it, you know, yeah. like you're making these like conclusions that yeah. aren't true. I agree. And I think it's, it's interesting too. Cause I was like, when I was doing some research, it kind of goes like, there's two different, there's multiple different realms of perfectionism, but I agree. Yeah. I felt it in that sense where it's almost like, an ex you think an external opinion or an external view you're like taking too much consideration of what someone else might think of you yeah and i've definitely done that i've really done that a lot with work i think and also with like body image and so i think now like i'm learning that it's it should not even be like you should not even really be considering external viewpoints of yourself like it should solely be like working on your internal view of you. And I think for work, for example, obviously like you need to be able to take criticism. Yeah. Like that's just like life and uh, people will have critiques and opinions, but also just like being able to differentiate like, Hey, you know, like that's that person's opinion, but I feel proud of my work. Mm-hmm. I so don't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like I don't feel, that, um, yeah. I don't feel like less than mm-hmm. because of it. Not looking for always like that external validation because yeah. you can get it internally. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that's a big part. But then there's also the side of perfectionism that's internally generated. 
that like yeah. you create for yourself. And I think for that, like for an example with this kind of like internal, for me, I think of it as if there's something that you're already like good at or people mm-hmm. think that you're, you know, you mm-hmm. do well at mm-hmm. something, you start to put this pressure on yourself to be like, okay, well, they have this this narrative that this is my thing or that I'm yeah. good at this, so now I have to always be on and be good about th- at this thing. Yeah, or even you might have that narrative. Exactly. I have those things about myself too. Yeah, so like for an, as an example, I am like a decently artistic person, I would say, mm-hmm. and I always was like super judgmental like when i was a kid at like other people's artwork in school yes because like i just thought that i was like superior an artiste yes (laughs) i know this is so dumb like in like literally like grade two i'd be like "Hmm." so then as i got older like people would be like oh my gosh like wow that's so good or whatever and i then i go to your head and you're like okay well like i'm good at art you know yeah yeah that's my thing like i'm not good at a lot of things people okay like i'm not athletic i'm not very like super smart or anything like that but like okay i'm like decently an artistic person that's cool so then you start putting this pressure on yourself where like literally like you a couple weekends ago we went and painted pottery, okay? Yeah. And I'm like, I this has to be so fucking good because I'm like <laughs> because my friends so. expect my art to be good. Yeah, so I'm yeah. like sitting there and like whatever. And then like the ladies that work there were like, oh wow, like that's amazing. And I'm just like, yeah, I know. Yeah, you're <laughs> like I needed yeah, that validation to be like, hey, this is good, right? Yeah. Because I just, I don't know. It, it, you need you to fuel your ego and to like fulfill the expectation that probably no one would really care like i'm pretty sure our friends Sid and maddie would not give a shit if mine turned out like shit they would just be like lol that doesn't look very good yeah but like i just was like oh my god like i have to make it look good because i need them to like know that like i can yes. do this good i don't know it's so stupid do but. you know anything about the ego like why it totally is the ego yeah like why do we do that that's so crazy it's just like this i don't it's know it's like building identity in a it's sense. building identity mm. and you start to get these ideas in your head that you have to be a certain way and you're almost fighting against your own mind yeah literally to tell yourself like no you can't make a mistake yeah you exactly be, it's yeah. it's really mental a mental thing it's totally, all a mental totally. warfare trying to to balance like you know your thoughts and then who you think you are it all comes to our identity like it is and and i agree 100 percent with that like that feeling because if they're also say for example something that like like it's an it's frustrating i know i'm like i always come back to this example i know i am confident in the gym but then little thoughts get in your mind mm-hmm. being like that person might be looking at me thinking that like i don't know what i'm doing mm-hmm. and so i think it's so funny cuz it's like i think perfectionism comes a lot too like why why am I even creating that narrative? Why yeah. am I even comparing myself to like a male who can yeah. lift more or do this or that? Totally. It's so, it's just hard because there's some people think like, oh, perfectionism is a good thing. Like the perfect, you know, like, yeah. the idea of perfect, but in a lot of ways it is so harmful. Like yeah. for example, in the workplace, like nobody wants to work with somebody who's a perfectionist. Yeah. As an example, because a it's they're gonna efficient. be they're gonna be slow as hell yeah. because they're gonna want to make sure every little detail is exactly. 100% like there's a difference between being detail oriented and being yeah. a perfectionist yes because I think being a perfectionist is when you're obsessing about it yes and I think more about that with the perfectionism is like the outcome of how you react when something's not perfect mm-hmm. so if I'm detail oriented like okay I can pick things out but if there is a mistake I'm just gonna be like oh shit okay yeah but if you're a perfectionist like that that you're mistake like, is gonna be like detrimental yeah you you're know like what I mean stupid stupid like yeah. you're like or tearing it, yourself down in group situations if you're a perfectionist you have to collaborate with other people mm-hmm. you know it might not make you a very good team member yeah no <laughs> to be the perfectionist because other people are gonna be like oh shit like i'm gonna get like reamed out if i don't 
you know yeah. follow their expectation you have to know i think it's a life skill to be able to know when to move on yeah and and uh, like a lot of times when you get hung up on the little things like that like like the de- like i know it's good to be detail oriented but i agree like if it's too obsessive and you don't know when to move on like that's going to burn you a lot of times in if it's work or if it's like yeah. any personal aspects of life too like yeah so I, I i agree i think it's really interesting and also like there was a good example of like you're trying to be something that's just not even obtainable because like for example if you view like Beyonce as the perfect specimen and the perfect individual and mm-hmm. you want to be like that like you will never be like that no. you will never be the same as somebody else or like if you have this view of what that is like it's just impossible like yeah. striving for close to perfection I guess but it's just no I think a huge part of overcoming perfectionism perfectionist tendencies yeah is just having that realistic thinking yeah to be like okay you know i have this thing like what are what's realistic about this like sure i can go to the gym and i can you know better my health i can work hard at my job to get successful whatever but like i'm not gonna be like famous i'm not gonna be like a billionaire i'm not gonna marry jay-z like yeah clearly these things yeah <laughs> no like you have to be friggin' realistic about the things that you're wanting to accomplish in your life and yeah get to the why you can still have goals but like if you're if they're completely unattainable then that's only just gonna hurt yourself in the long yeah run. and it's interesting too because like i obviously like i do agree like we are kind of built in this culture that's so it's engraved in us because like all of society when we grow up it's all about achieving things right Mm -hmm. like oh you go to school you got to get the good grades you got to you know like do this be the best get the best be number one Mm -hmm. like it's not acceptable to be less than number one like when you're number one you equals that's good and equals approval and love right Mm -hmm. you get good reinforcement when you do these things and achieve these things so it's just like ingrained in you to like i must always be achieving to be worth something like i must always be serving others or doing things for others and and like also too like the um aesthetic thing like it's just reinforced in males and females when you're out there in the dating world too like that person gets attention because they look that certain way and if i'm trying to attract that individual who is paying attention to that like it's just reinforcing the negative so then it's that's why we all have these yeah thoughts and i think with that too like the way to really overcome that is with kind of like putting things into perspective. Yeah. I think that's a huge thing. Like when you're, when the, when the reason that you're trying to, cause there's the, like we said, there's internal perfectionism where you're the person that's putting pressure on yourself. And then there's the external perfectionism where you're putting pressure from the outside world on yourself. Yeah. And when it comes to that, I think having that perspective to be like, okay, if I do, let's say if I go out of the house without any makeup on and my hair, you see in a bun, like, what is the worst yeah. thing? Like, what are people going to do? Like, they're going to say, oh, that girl looks kind of gross. Like, okay. Move on with their day. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. what's the worst possible thing? Like, putting it into perspective, really. Yeah. And then also asking yourself, like, are people really going to give a shit? Yeah, like, like, am I the center of the universe? Am I the center of the universe? Is someone really going to notice me and be like, ew, that girl's not wearing yeah. makeup? Like, no one is going to care. Yeah. So I think just trying to really put that into perspective is, like, huge. And you can even do that when it comes to the, the internal side of things as well. Thinking, yeah. okay, if I, you know fail this test for example like what's the worst thing that's going to happen but put it into perspective in your life right yeah like or if i you know do this 
craft project with my friends on girls night and it doesn't turn out like what's the worst thing that happens i can paint over it and try again like it's you know what i'm saying like putting it into perspective and i think it takes a lot of the pressure off of yourself oh definitely and it's harder it's easier said than done but i I really think that's the best way to start trying to get out of that mindset is kind of going to those extremes like okay what's the worst possible scenario okay what's the probable scenario what's probably going to happen what would i do in either situation okay i'd be fine <laughs> yeah is this gonna be something like that five-year rule thing where like is this even am i gonna even remember this situation in five years or exactly. how i felt um i agree i also feel like another thing for me especially too if you do get caught up in like the external opinions just thinking like would i even go to this person for advice they're mm-hmm. fine sharing their opinion like i have a lot of people in my life who like not a lot of people but like there's people in my life who like i enjoy like maybe it's work people or people around you that like obviously they're going to be in your life but like you can take inventory and be like you know what that individual like i would never go to them for like life advice yeah so why have your people for different things in life yeah why am i getting so hung up on their opinion of me in this Scenario. scenario yeah like i shouldn't even be bothered because it's not even like i would take into consideration their thoughts like if i was having a crisis i wouldn't ask them so yeah. it's like i try to think that one a lot and be like okay well their opinion shouldn't really bother me then if it's if they're not an individual that like i'm bo- i'm too worried about pleasing i guess yeah exactly i think that's a big one totally. but, um, but i think that's like just putting everything into like the big picture too yeah and just thinking like okay in my entire life does this one small thing or this one opinion from this one person actually matter yeah. in the grand scheme of my life. Like just kind of putting things into that perspective too and just thinking about that. And I think it comes with age too. Like to be yeah. honest, it, it wasn't probably until like a month ago that I was starting to even think about like, huh, maybe I should be like having more conversations with myself and like trying to change my own narrative with myself and be like, why are you even focusing on that? Like mm-hmm. you don't even think those things or or why do you even take that into consideration? Like build my own confidence in myself so then I'm less affected by others by the thought the things i think other others, people think. not even them actually doing something yeah, yeah not even them saying something i'm like oh he probably thinks i'm so stupid at work when i don't even know maybe he's like oh man i struggled with that too yeah so it's like i think that's a huge one but and like yeah. obviously that only can come really with time and once you're starting to actually build confidence in yourself and i do think it's a lot too of like doing the thing like i'm on this kick right now of like you're not going to grow, gain that confidence, overcome perfectionism, overcome fear, unless you're consciously deciding each day to push yourself to get out of that routine, to like overcome the need to be that controlling and feeling perfectionistic all the time. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like you can't overcome this unless you're starting to like consciously choose to. Yeah. You have to identify that it is an issue in your life first and foremost, and then be like, okay, here's all these tools here's these different mindset shifts that I can use to kind of start to realize and and really rationalize these thoughts. I think is huge. And then I think too, you know, in your day-to-day life, something that you can do is just to like prioritize things Mm -hmm. and just to create these schedules or priorities. So like for an example, in your work, you could say, okay, like my main priorities is I want to um, submit this on time and I want to be able to do at least one um read through or run through to make sure that like i had a chance to catch any mistakes yeah and that's it like i'm not gonna you know obsessively nitpick everything i'm gonna do one full read through if there's a small mistake like it's okay yeah like setting some boundaries setting yourself some 
priorities and expectations and yeah and that can go for anything in your life right yeah i like it i read this book called essentialism and it's like just that word if i say like what's essential it kind of like filters your list Mm -hmm. when you think like i must do all of this today i must achieve this or do all these things and you're like okay but what is essential Mm -hmm. to finishing for today yeah and so then it kind of filters your like list it kind of makes things a little bit more clear and see like okay yes like all that needs to be done here is the final read throw etc submit it like it's not essential to (laughs) spend 20 plus hours formatting or like doing excessive maybe details yeah right so i think that's a big one i think using key words i also feel like another one that i've been trying to do so they say that people who are like obsessed with rules lists etc can be on the perfectionistic side Mm -hmm. so i feel like sometimes i do that where it's like i have like a long list of everything i want to do and i've been starting to use my planner for this where it's like okay be reasonable like on tuesday night you're not going to you know write your novel and do all these things on a tuesday night (laughs) yeah you can you can do one thing you can do you can i'll put it even into time ranges i say you have an hour yeah to work on your grease planning and then you have an hour set to watching a show with gerald like trying to more even if you like the structure and the list you still get that dopamine or i think it's serotonin by crossing the item off the list but you're not setting yourself up for failure and being then mad at yourself when you don't finish the list because i think that's the worst part of this entire thing is just the negative self-talk that comes from not achieving these unrealistic goals that you have right like beating yourself up and thinking like oh like that was a waste of a night like i fucked up i'm so lazy i didn't finish all my things like whatever yes and i think that's huge when it comes to that because you don't you're not even giving yourself a reason to to have those thoughts because you're not even allowing yourself to set the unrealistic expectation. Yes. You're like, okay, these three tasks are what I want to get done tonight. And they're, that's, that's very realistic, yeah. very reasonable that you can finish it. Yes. So there's no reason that after you finish those three tasks, you're going to be like, oh my God, like I could have done, you know what I mean? You're going to yeah. be like, no, I did the three tasks that I set up to do. That's good. And that builds confidence in yourself. Yeah. They, I was like listening to the Skinny Confidential episode about kids Mm -hmm. and like when you're raising kids and like behavioral psychology that was a good episode that was a good episode right and they talk about how you want to set them up for success like you do the timer thing where you set a timer and if you know they can only sit still for one minute you set a timer for 30 seconds to show them okay you can do this task yeah and then you slowly increase that load so then same thing if you are overwhelmed at all the things you have to do it's like breaking it down starting small and then you you start to know yourself, okay, I'm capable of doing this in an hour. I can, you know, I think I could probably do that in three hours. It's like, it benefits everybody, like, especially in a work situation. Yeah. You know what you're capable of completing and you're you're realistic with it. You're not letting anybody down by, yeah. by saying, oh, I can definitely do that in an hour. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just like, it is like behavioral psychology, literally. Yeah, totally. Rewiring your thoughts and your how your brain kind of interprets a situation, which is so weird that you grow you have to like grow up and then unlearn all these things I that know. you learned in school etc so it's crazy but i agree like i'm trying to they say that people who are perfectionists struggle to relax <laughs> so i feel like prioritizing that a little bit in your life is probably good like mm-hmm. trying to find a bit more balance which i feel like can be hard for people i think i think there's like a shift when you come out of 
university trying to like shake those thoughts but then i am assuming there's a whole new set of perfectionistic expectations when you become a parent so it's probably just like a lifelong learning totally the way i'm kind of looking at it is just that when you're constantly giving negative self-talk to yourself it almost wills all those negative thoughts to be true yeah literally right so i'm trying to reframe my mindset where like okay instead of beating myself up for these things that i didn't achieve and not being perfect in this area you know if i keep telling myself like oh like you'll never do this or you're this whatever Mm -hmm. then yeah like that's probably going to become reality so i'm trying to be kinder to myself in that regard that like okay if i don't you know if i i'm trying to eat healthier for example like okay if i like you know went and get ice cream after dinner or whatever it's okay like i'm not a failure at this i'm not you know lazy i'm not fat i'm not anything like that you know you just have to kind of be a little gentler to yourself you're living in the gray it's not as extreme exactly i feel you there i feel like it's just ice cream people yes (laughs) it's gonna be okay i feel like do you have any other specific tools i'm trying to think i think it really is a a personal journey yeah i think I mean, I guess journaling can be huge to just get all your thoughts out there and be like, okay, what am I really thinking? Like, what are these things that keep reoccurring? What are the reoccurring thoughts, the reoccurring patterns? Okay, now how can we shift this mindset to be a more positive, more forgiving, um, more realistic mindset? I I think that's huge. So whether that is journaling or maybe it is like just taking a minute to do a meditation and like just, you know, thinking about it. Kind of realigning your thoughts It's just a personal journey, really. No, I agree. I think one of my big ones that I've been that's been helping me a lot lately is like trying to stop the mental train because basically like once you're in those thoughts, it's like there's no like you're going 100 million miles an hour being like, I'm the fucking worst, like, Mm -hmm. you know, and so I think trying to find a way to like derail that and and be like, whoa, 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 like, it's okay. You know what? Right now, like it's Tuesday right now. And you know what? That was something I did on the weekend, like like being able to to take yourself out of maybe like the perfectionistic spiral yeah and and coming so, back to reality coming back to reality <laughs> it's yeah. true yeah it's hard but i think that i think i know not everybody can afford or is in a place to go to therapy slash even wants to go to therapy i think that's helped but i also think um like your girl loves a self-help book and i think yeah. like any type of self-growth or learning about yourself helps yeah even if you're coming at it from a different angle i think working on something else about yourself can spill over into other areas so if you're trying to work on a different aspect of your mental health it could help improve your perfectionism and tendency well i'm like can't speak your perfectionist tendencies yeah you know without even realizing it right definitely so i think any kind of yeah like self-growth yeah self-learning it's gonna help you in so many different areas i agree i think uh I'm trying to think there. I think that working on your self-growth just inevitably helps you not be so extreme. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a fair one. And, and kind of like, yeah, creating that like self-talk, checking yourself, I guess. So, yeah. But it is such a weird thing. And I agree. I only thought it was like, I thought it was like, yeah, your mom. Like how it's just like, you're very deep, you detail know, oriented like, to be picky about things. Yeah. yeah. But, and then so much more I'm to like, it. can't be bothered. But yeah. clearly when it's internal things, yeah. I'm very much bothered. So much more to it. But Yeah. That was like, whoa. We just spilled our guts. Spilled our guts. I hope it's like, I don't know. I think hope it's it a makes very sense. interesting topic. It is. It kind of like gets like freaky when you really start thinking about it. Yeah, because you create it all truly. It's all in your own it's mind. It's all mentally created. It's, it's actually crazy quite scary. That we're like the species. Like I swear Kat has never felt that. She's no. not like, I need to kill that mouse more perf- 
perfectly right like, like it's just kind of like don't... wild that our own minds can be such a fuck yes. up like it's just crazy and it's crazy that like you could control your thoughts i, know. I never had you that you could be a whole different person and it's all you that control yeah it. you know what it was a pivotal statement for me that really changed me was you don't have to believe every thought you have like you can observe your thoughts and yeah. just because a thought like Everybody has crazy thoughts. Like, like yeah. you know, when you're driving on the highway and you're like, what if I just, what yeah. if I just <laughs> drove off the highway? Yeah. Like, that's a crazy thought. Yeah. I'm not going to believe that. I'm yeah. just like, whoa. <laughs> whoa, Haley, whoa. Yeah. But it's true. You just, like, yeah. you don't have to believe every thought no, you have. you don't. Which is crazy. I don't know. Our brains are wild. If I was in any, like, I f- could totally pursue, like, psychology. I feel like it's so interesting. It's so me. interesting. But we just act like psychologists. We're like, yeah. <laughs> the like, brain. Research. Or <laughs> quick Google that we did before this. Yeah. No, it's a good It's good to talk it out. It's good to have the conversation. And I... Uh, Bring light to it. I, yeah. I think it's good to be aware. I think that's the first step in anything is actually being aware. Because like yeah. you said, you never thought that you had no. any type of perfectionism tendencies. Because you were like, oh, like I'm not super detail oriented. Like things don't have to be like perfect. But then you start realizing that in other areas it actually yes. is. So I just think with anything that we talk about really on the podcast, like you might not think it applies to you until you really start thinking yeah. deep into yourself. You have to do some really oh, deep yeah. internal reflection. It's fun though. For a I lot love, of this, but yeah. I love learning about me. I do too. <laughs> Honestly, that's why I love all these things. I love, you know, just astrology and I love personality tests and, and enneagrams and all and, these things yeah. because it's all about learning more about yourself and Which is, being aware of things that, yeah. you know you might not have been aware of before and i think it's fine to embrace some of those things right like i've yeah. realized things about myself and then i'm like okay i'm gonna like that's just me like okay, yeah yeah you know and like then it obviously benefits all your other relationships because totally you know uh you know that you do the things so yeah. anyways i think uh lex and i are have run our tank time for a nap time for a nap we hope and, you guys have uh, a good week yeah let us know. Let us know if you have any other tools that you use because we are all ears trying to be better individuals. Totally. So, yeah. Anyways, bye. Bye.